0: Well, good morning and thank you so much for joining us. I want to take this opportunity to thank our team here, um, helping out every Sunday. Um, And uh, they're just so much encouraging to us as we go forward in our church. We miss you loads. Um, And again, thank you for joining us. Well, we're going to continue with our theme, uh, I Am. And um, I'm going to speak to you about uh, Jesus saying that I am the door. We're going to be reading from John's Gospel from chapter 10. Um, So if you want to turn with me or just read on the screen, then the scriptures will be there for you. Reading from verse 9. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he he will be saved and will go out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, kill and destroy but I have come that you may have life and their life more abundantly. In the NIV, Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Now, as I was thinking about um, this particular passage, I was thinking about doors. Every door leads somewhere. You know, have you ever gone into somebody's home and opened the wrong door? or gone somewhere out and um, gone through the wrong door. I remember one time in a restaurant, I was looking for the toilet, but I I was desperate. So I never even looked at the labels on the door and I walked through this door and and I realised something wasn't just right. Well, you've guessed it, I was in the ladies toilet. Um, I ran out as quick as possible um, and we're really embarrassed and thankfully nobody was in there. You know, there'll be many doors that you will face this year that you will have opportunities to walk through. Some will be a blessing and others will be a mistake. There will be doors of opportunity, doors of new relationships, career moves, and also there will be doors of temptation. But the good news for us today is that we can actually choose the doors that we actually go through. Well, most of them anyway. And so when you get an understanding of to the decisions that you're going to make and the doors that you're about to walk through in your life, it's really important that you look for the signs. Not like me just going straight through a door. Getting understanding, getting all the information, get the facts. And after prayer and wise counsel, you can make better decisions before you sign up for that loan, before you make that purchase, before you sign that agreement, or you say yes to a new relationship. Jesus said, I am the door. This door has to be taken really seriously and considered. It's a door that offers something that no other door offers. And when we walk through this door, there will be no regret and it will be a gateway to life. When Jesus was saying this statement, there were also other people that was around that were saying they also was um, the door access to something religious or life and uh, Jesus was saying if you actually follow these voices or these men then you actually won't find life at all. I want to say and start by calling this door the door of religion. The religious leaders thought they knew the way to God. They had the authority to lead people through this door, through their teaching and through their example. And Jesus wants to help the listeners and said, if you go through that door of religion, you'll be very disappointed. You will follow these guys, but you won't gain life. You will lose it. When you find yourself going through a door of religion, there is no freedom. There is no life. And the religious leaders had rules and regulations and laws and it was a place of works. It means that you have to reach a level or a standard that actually nobody can reach. They were driven by performance and achievements to be approved by other people and not God. They walked around full of pride and piety. In fact, Jesus said, you know the laws in your head, but you don't live them out from your heart. The religious door brings heavy burdens." Jesus also said, "You put heavy loads on people and make the way to God a burden." The door of religion brings selfish ambition. The religious leaders had no care for other people, no compassion. And again Jesus says to them, "You strain at a gnat and you swallow a camel. Have you ever been around religious people that they bring up matters that really don't make no difference? but yet their lives are in disagreement with their theology. These people condemn people. They judge people. In fact, they put people out of the synagogue. There wasn't embracing them into it. And they begin to measure people by their standards and not actually God's. The door of religion robs your life. They set tables in the temple and they sold items for worship and extorted people. They gave people, people, um, items of sacrifice with extortionate prices. They was full of greed, and they became a stumbling block for them finding God. The door of religion leads to death. They would set traps of people and catch them out, then accuse them for breaking the law, and then they would try and sentence them to death. To death. Remember the woman caught in adultery. But Jesus said, listen, if you are without sin, you cast the first stone. And every religious leader had to drop the stone and walk away. Jesus said, the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. He's referring to the false shepherds, the blind guides of religion. And he's saying to them, do not follow them. Do not go through this doorway. You know, many religions offer a doorway to God. Their founder, their teachings, their practices But do they really lead you into a relationship with God? I'll leave that answer for you. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. Therefore, Jesus has given us some help here of how we can have access to God. I am the door. And when you come through this door, you will find salvation. Salvation. You will find forgiveness of sins, care, leadership, blessing and life to the full and eternal life. I want to call this door the door of relationship, a relationship with God. See, we don't follow a religion, we follow a person. And he came to bring us into a relationship with himself. You cannot get through this door or heaven without going through Jesus because he he is the entrance It's not about knowing religion or doing what a religion requires. It's about knowing a person. You can read the book, but do you know the author of the book? Do you know Jesus? Matthew 7 gives us a clue about relationship. He says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles. Listen to this. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. He's talking to the religious leaders. You can do all the religion, but you have to come into a relationship with Jesus. I never knew you. John 10 says, The door Is the the Jesus the door who brings us into a loving relationship with God? Verse three says the gatekeeper opens the door or the gate for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, Jesus said. In other words, it's Jesus that actually fulfills the standards and makes the way open for us. We can never, ever get through that door with our own good works by any rules, by any religion and following any other teacher. Jesus said, I am the way that opens the gate. In other words, it was him that fulfilled the standards and fulfilled the law. And his sacrifice on the cross was acceptable to his father and made the way open. That's why the curtain in the temple was torn from top to bottom, making the way open for me and you to access God. We deserve death, the penalty for breaking those laws, but Christ paid the penalty for us and took the punishment by dying on the cross. He says, I am the good shepherd who laid his life down for the sheep. I don't know any other religion or leader that would do that for you and me. He took the penalty that we deserved and he put it on himself by dying on the cross for us. And he says, they listened to his voice and they know him. It talks about relationship, this language. He said, I know them by name. See, God doesn't just want you to to be religious and keep all the rules and just attend meetings. He wants you to get to know him. He said, they know my voice. You know, the first thing that we need to do as followers of Christ is to get to hear his voice. And then God wants to get to know your voice, that you begin to speak to him, have a relationship with him. It says, I lead them in and out. In other words, it talks about a leader who leads you into freedom, doesn't contain you, doesn't control you, but gives you freedom to come and go. And it says, I go before them and I protect them. That's the Jesus, that's the door we want to enter. Let me just say to you this morning salvation is not just for eternity, it's also for the present. Even when we face the hardest times, the biggest losses, most confusing seasons, the darkest nights, Jesus promises to commit to help us through. And even the bad things that happen to good people, Jesus promised to work those bad things together for our good according to his purpose. Jesus is the door to eternal life and relationship with God. Jesus is the entry point, the access point into the kingdom of heaven. There is no other door or access to God and heaven only through this door, through Jesus. But let me come to the final door. There is another door. And that door stands between us and him. It's your own personal door, the door of your heart. I had a look at some doors on the internet, wanted to look at some secure doors in the world and one of those doors was Fort Knox. Behind that door in Fort Knox, there was 5,000 tonnes of gold bullion. Wouldn't you like to get behind that door? But you know, to get to that door and get through to that gold bullion, this is what you have to do. You have to climb over four surrounding fences, two of them which are electric. And then you've got to sneak past the guards and also avoid the CCT cameras. And once you've actually done that, you have to then blast through a granite wall, which is four feet thick and held together by 750 tons of reinforced steel. Now, when you get past the armed guards and inside that, then you have to come through another uh, load of locked doors, which are in a maze. And then you're stopped by a 22-tonne vault door. Now, this door can be opened, but only if you find all the staff members who have one small part of the combination and you've got to get them all together because not one person knows the whole combination. Now, once you're inside that door, the vault, you have to break through smaller vaults tucked inside. Now you can start taking the gold. However, once you've got the gold, you've got to be careful when you leave because there's 30,000 soldiers from the Fort Knox military camp waiting for you outside. Why do I talk about that kind of door? So difficult to get through. Because the door of our hearts can be so difficult for God to get through. It can be guarded. It can be locked. It can be secure. Why? Through life letdown, through breakdown, through through disappointment, through hardness of heart, through the sins that we commit against God and against others. But you know, we have to give Jesus access to this door. And sometimes it's more harder than the door of Fort Knox. You know, Jesus Christ wants to receive you more than the gold. The door of forgiveness is available for you. The door of acceptance, the door of purpose and the door of a relationship with God, which continues to eternity. It's called eternal life. And you have to open that door for him. He will not break in. He will not force his way in. He needs your permission. Now, when I consider the effort to get the goal from behind the door at Fort Knox. I'm not sure it's worth the effort. But when Jesus thought about getting to your door of your heart, it took a lot of effort. He was beaten. He was crucified. He was despised, rejected. And the punishment that we deserve was placed upon him. Jesus paid a great price to get to you and to get to me. Why? Because he loves you. You know, The gold bullying behind the door and Fort Knox, I want to tell you is nothing in comparison to what you're worth to God. In fact, he says that you are his treasured possession. And the only way that you can receive and enter this door is if you will open the door of your heart. And I want to bring a scripture to you because there is somebody watching today that needs to hear this because God wants to speak to them. Revelation 3.20 says, Here I am, this is Jesus speaking. I stand at the door and knock. This is the door of your heart right now. Now listen to the condition. If anyone hears my voice, back to relationship, and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person, and they with me. A language of relationship. The condition is that when God is speaking to you right now, and some, somebody out there, God is knocking on the heart of your door. He's speaking to you to let him into your life, to help you, guide you, and forgive you to give you a brand new start. But you have to open the door of your heart to him. He's a gentleman and he needs the invitation. And so I want to give you that opportunity right now because there's somebody listening to me today that the voice of God is speaking to you and he's saying, let me into your life and I will help you. So what do you have to do to that voice? If If your heart is beating right now and you know something's happening to you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, then your response is this, to begin to say to God, okay, I am willing. I don't understand everything. I'm not religious even, but I'm willing to open my heart to this voice, to Jesus. I admit that I have lived my life without you, God. And I want to live from this day with you leading, guiding, and in charge of my life. I acknowledge that, The door that you have for me today is a door where I can receive forgiveness. And it took your death on the cross to make that access possible. So today I welcome you into my heart and into my life. Now you may not have even prayed today, but those words have echoed from the inside of you and you've said yes to God. And I want to tell you, you will know the presence of God because it's not a religion, it's a relationship. And God will make himself known to you. And so if that's you today, there you, you can contact us and we can help you through the process. But I know if you've, if you've said that from your heart today and you've opened your door to him, he will come in, that's his promise, and he will have fellowship with you. He will forgive you of all your sins and he'll give you a brand new start. If you are a Christian today and you have already done that, but somehow you just feel far away from him. I want to tell you that he will never leave you and never forsake you. When he comes into your life, he will never leave you. He won't desert you, even though that you may have shut the door on him time and time again to his voice. He's still there and he's still wanting to help you and minister life to you. I want to tell you the greatest thing that we could ever have done is said yes to Jesus. For he says, I am the door, to the access to this relationship. Let me pray with you before we finish today. Father God, I thank you for those that are watching. For the first time, there may be somebody today that have opened their heart to you in response to your love for them. And Lord, I know that you'd respond to that heartbeat, that opening of of their lives to you. And you would fill them afresh today. Holy Spirit, would you make yourself known to them? And Lord, for those who are already followers of Jesus, may feel a bit disappointed, may feel that maybe God is not helping right now. Lord Jesus, let your promises, Lord, flood that home and that heart again. Lord, let life fill them in the name of Jesus. You promise, God, that you will see us through every situation in our lives. And so, Father God, fill them afresh today, we pray, in Jesus' name. Well, thank you so much again for listening today. We're going to finish with a song and then a closing prayer. Don't forget, if you need us, just text us or go online. God bless you and thank you.